You're listening to Impulse to Innovation. The Institution of Mechanical Engineers podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Helen Mees. As a global community of mechanical engineers with over 120,000 members in 140 countries, the Institution of Mechanical Engineers has been at the heart of the engineering profession since 1847. The Institution's mission is to improve the world through engineering by sharing the latest news, views and insight into the creative world of technology and the people that make it happen. The upcoming generation is full of talent and we need to nurture it and make sure that there are opportunities available to them by ensuring that our education system, from nursery through to lifelong learning, develops STEM. These were wise words from MP Amanda Soloway, Lord Commissioner of Her Majesty's Treasury, who gave the keynote address at the launch event of Elevating Education on the 24th of March at Imaki HQ. Amanda was part of a panel, including our very own Dr Alice Bunn, IMACI's CEO, and Chair of the Education and Skills Strategy Board, Professor Helen James OBE both of whom gave very personal and impassioned speeches about the enormous value of STEM education in today's ever-changing world. You can watch or listen to the recording of the day's events on the I'm a Keys YouTube channel, and a link is in the podcast notes. But in this month's episode, I speak to Yelena Gartisha, the institution's education outreach and safeguarding lead about the new initiative, which is designed to raise the profile of STEM careers for young people as part of the IMA Keys education and skills policy priorities. I also had a chance to talk to AJ Sharman, regional lead for the National STEM Learning Network, just after the event, to get his thoughts on the value of STEM education and careers, and why STEM ambassadors are so vitally important to delivering this agenda. But first, let's hear a little excerpt from the new STEM ambassador induction video, which formed part of the launch day's presentation. At the Institution of Mechanical Engineers, we believe that engineers have an incredibly important role in society and in solving the biggest challenges facing the world today. From ensuring we are responding appropriately to climate change, to ensuring we are creating sustainable solutions to everyday living, we need a broad range of skills to help us improve the world through engineering. The IMACI's key aims are to develop engineers, promote engineering, inform opinion and encourage innovation. IMACI STEM ambassadors play a vital role in sharing our vision and in helping the institution achieve these goals. Our STEM ambassadors get involved in education outreach to promote STEM subjects and raise awareness about career routes. This helps us to equip the next generation with a skill set that will enable them to tackle problems affecting us all. So yeah, I'm Ad Sharman. I'm the regional lead for STEM learning across the whole of the Southeast. Um, and my roles and responsibilities really across the Southeast are, are operational to make sure that our, all our programs are delivered to a high quality across the whole of the Southeast. They include obviously the key STEM ambassadors program, role models from industry and research organizations. Um, we also run 
a very important um, CPD, Continuing Professional Development Support for teachers, upskilling them around science uh, and technology. Um, on behalf of technology, we also now run with the uh, British Computing Society and also the Raspberry Pi Foundation, the National Centre for Computing Education, which is would you believe many teachers don't, uh, there, many schools don't offer even GCSE computing? Where are the new digital skills people coming from if they don't come from our schools? So that's a massive agenda. And of course, we're also involved with the Nuffield Research Placements, um, putting students into uh, two-week summer placements within a research environment, whether it's in industry or universities, to really upskill them and give them an interest around science and engineering and technology in such a way that they might take it on as a career in the future, particularly those more disadvantaged in society. Thank you so much for joining me. I mean, I know you're very passionate already about STEM and encouraging STEM learning, but what have you got out of the initiative today? Well, I, I, first of all, it's, it's great to value the STEM Ambassadors Programme. And in fact, we're just about to release uh, very shortly um, some social value data around the STEM Ambassadors Programme about the importance to society of, uh, of people who volunteer their, their effort and their support from their industry and research backgrounds back to young people. Uh, but today, it was great to see a former Minister of Science um, um, be in the, in, the, in the offices at the IMEKI, and more importantly, actually, the, uh, the, the, the chair of, uh, of the IMEKI, as well as the chair of the Education Advisory Group here, to actually, with passion, talk about the importance, not just of the STEM Ambassadors pro Programme, but the passion about trying to encourage more young people uh, from a young age as well to think about engineering as a a career destination of choice that's really important and we've got to work in a the capital c word collaboratively because at the moment there are so many initiatives so much activity going on and it's very difficult for schools in what is a very complex world um, for them to actually hone in on the very things that are going to make a difference not only to teachers which is really important but also to the young people themselves I couldn't agree more. What do you hope will come out of this? We, we talked very much today about, about the, the next steps, about the doing. Um, you know, we, we talk about STEM an awful lot and we're all very passionate about it. But what can we, what are we doing really to get out there and what can the IMAKI do to get out there and, and really encourage young people into STEM profession? Well, we have, we're very lucky with the IMAKI. We have thousands of STEM ambassadors as part of it. And what is a STEM ambassador anyway? It's great to say what, I, I use the word, very openly they're they're role models they're role models from a quite diverse group of people you know um, currently nationally um, there's about 60% just under the under 35 in age um, there's about 15% from black ethnic minority backgrounds and we've got at least 42% of that STEM ambassador population nationally that are, are women. So this diversity agenda, this inclusivity agenda is really important for me. So what we can do uh, with the IMAKI is, is support their education and, uh, and skills strategy in such a way that really maximises the opportunity for young people to, to meet, engage with engineers, but also actually see people like them. And that's really important. If they can see people like them, they may follow that kind of similar journey, not, not the same journey, but similar journey that brings more engineers and scientists and technologists to the fore because there is a really valuable career to be had out there. And I think if young people get, and also teachers, fundamentally careers advisors and teachers need to understand this as well. There are some great new careers out there that people don't even talk about that young people can get attached to. So I think there's one, one thing that I think the IMA Keys 
kind of revamp, real push for the STEM ambassadors program is to make sure we get STEM ambassadors engaging, not just face-to-face, but virtually too, in this hybrid world that we've learned about over this last two years during the pandemic. There's so many different ways ambassadors can engage with young people and teachers and schools, and we've got to engage in all those avenues to make sure that young people really see the value of engineering in society. Yelena Gartisha is truly devoted to the STEM education of children and young adults. Being the mother of two children herself, she is keen to ensure that children everywhere have access to resources and material that can both stimulate learning and dispel the myths around what it is to be an engineer. Yelena talked to me about the Elevating Education Initiative and the new virtual work experience platform that will help children gain valuable insight into the world of work. Yelena, it is a pleasure to have you on today's show. Thank you for joining me. Let's begin by talking a little bit about you and your role at the IMACI. So what is it that that you do and, and how do you get involved in these kind of projects that you're working on at the moment? Hi, Helen. Thank you for having me with you today. And hello to all the Impulse Generation podcast listeners. Um, I'm Yelena Gatisha, and I'm the Education Outreach and Safeguarding Lead at the Institution. Um, what does that mean? I've been at the Institution since the beginning of 2019, I started by leading the IMECI's education team and overseeing our student challenge portfolio. And recently, I progressed into a completely new role um, in the institution where I provide the corporate focus for education and skills and the driving force behind the IMECI education program. Um, As education and skills sits at the very heart of the institution, um, I lead and support quite a large variety of projects and initiatives um, which engage Omeki members, young people across primary, secondary and tertiary education. And I also oversee our external partnerships in the remit. Um, My role is hugely (laughs) varied, which I love. Uh, No two days are the same. And uh, I truly believe in the importance of my work, which I find really rewarding and meaningful. Well, I, I know that you and I have worked together on many occasions over over the years, and um, I, I I don't know where you find the time in the day to do all the things that you do. <laughs> I think that's where we link back to the the purpose that I feel for um, the work that I do and the meaning that I find in in the work and seeing the impact that it has on the membership and the young people that we engage. I think that's where I get my energy from. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, the IMACI have been putting great emphasis on STEM education for young people. Indeed, it is now a fundamental strategic theme, isn't it, within the institution? So why is STEM education so important for children and young people in today's world? Oh, what a question. So I'm really pleased to say um, that education is an area of institutional focus now and has recently been announced as one of our four policy priorities. So it sits alongside sustainability and climate change, future transport and managing infectious diseases. Promoting engineering to the next generation 
and ensuring our education system across all areas of education develops STEM and engineering capital is fundamental strategic theme. Education and skills have always been very important to our membership and an inherent part of the work of the institution, uh, which cuts across all levels of membership and every division and group. I think that education has been given even greater importance, given uh, greater awareness of global challenges more generally, and obviously following the disruption students have suffered as a result of the pandemic. The need for our work in education has never been greater, um, and the impact of COVID still remains very prevalent across our schools and educational settings. Similarly, the need for engineers in today's world has never been more evident. Engineers are working to combat the impact of climate change, transform the future of transport, and are crucial to the development of everything from vaccines to solutions which manage infectious diseases. And for those very reasons, the IMECI is dedicated to the long-term sustainable diversification and growth of the engineering profession at large. Now, the IMECI has a hugely powerful voice across its global network of, what is it now, 115,000 members. Yeah. And our STEM ambassador program enables us to build that engineering capital with young people, teachers, and their parents across our divisions and groups, regional networks, and our learning and development provision. We upskill the workforce. And we utilize and engage across our key partnerships uh, to collaborate to support extracurricular learning, which complements right. the national curriculum. Also, we do a huge amount across our accreditation um, to influence colleges and universities. And as we all know, and a personal favorite of mine, evidently, um, the work that we do to upskill our engineers in our student challenge portfolio. But I think most importantly, and probably where our biggest strength lies, is using our voice to inform and empower our members to be influencers yeah. um, across their businesses, local government and educational settings in their local environment. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, you, you talked there a, a bit about the, the volunteer members as well. And, and and we've got hundreds of members across the globe who volunteer as STEM ambassadors, not just giving talks in schools, but mentoring and, and just generally sharing their knowledge and love of engineering. So why do you personally believe this kind of volunteering is so valuable, not just to inspire the next generation, but also from a professional development point of view? Well, I'm very proud to say that we have um, a dedicated network of over 7,500 STEM ambassadors in the UK alone. Um, and I've done a huge amount of work to promote and grow this area. Just to clarify to your listeners who may not know, um, I'm making members who get involved in education outreach on behalf of the institution. They belong to our STEM ambassador program. Right, yeah. Yeah. So our STEM ambassadors are a key asset to the institution and we are dedicated to supporting them. So we provide everything from educational materials across key stages one to four, STEM toolkits, which are basically 
box of goodies with reusable materials inside for ambassadors that go out to do outreach or STEM activities in classroom settings. We have a dedicated 3D printer loan scheme, which is designed to spark the imagination of young people and also to attract a diverse range of students into STEM. Mm. We provide careers materials, which hope to inform parents and children at all ages and can also be used at careers fairs and engagement opportunities. We also encourage our members to participate in something we introduced last year, which is dedicated STEM ambassador training sessions to ensure that our members that represent the institution can shine as positive role models and feel confident in doing so. We use our voice to promote key partnerships, and I'm going to throw a few of them out there, uh, such as Primary Engineer Inspiring Governance and Amazing, as well as providing outreach opportunities across the institution. It's crucial that members consider getting involved in volunteering as there is unfortunately still uh, a lack of awareness amongst teachers, parents and children as to what engineering actually is. There are long-standing misconceptions and stereotypes as to what type of people become engineers, the career routes available to them and opportunities within the uh, profession. We need more positive, visible role models and for children to be able to see a diverse range of engineers across all areas of engineering and levels of membership from affiliates right through to fellows. Um, Education and the promotion of engineering to the next generation is not only an inherent part of the competencies for chartership and fundamental to fellowship, but it's crucial to a professional uh, to professional development sure it's something that will help you develop your own skill set and to build relationships in your local community so something that was discussed um, yesterday I think we're going to go on to that the elevating education event um, large engineering companies who engage regularly with local educational settings have worked really successfully to enable their own talent pipeline of engineers. Um, whilst also fulfilling their corporate social responsibility and giving back to society. So I think I I can't speak um, (laughs) more positively of the STEM Ambassador Programme and I would very much encourage our membership and your listeners to take a look at our careers and education webpages to find out more. Well, I have to admit, Yelena, that during lockdown, I did share a lot of the material that was on the iMakeys website in terms of, you know, things that uh, children could do with a local neighbour of mine who's a teacher. And she was so happy to be able to get things that the students, the uh, the kids could um, get things from home and and make and build things. So there's a real benefit, isn't there, to to having those kinds of materials available to to both teachers and parents in, in times of crisis yeah I think that uh, not just in times of crisis obviously it was extra useful when schools were closed because it enabled us still to be able to um, have an impact with children keep them busy and also entertained yeah it wasn't intended to actually work like this but it fit in really really nicely if I can say that with current circumstances but it is a body a catalog of educational resources now that is available to parents children 
teachers and members going out and engaging in education outreach. It's all freely available on the um, education web pages. All of the curriculum linked materials um, line up and complement the national curriculum. And all of the resources are easy and affordable to source. So I would urge people to pass it on, use it with your own kids um, and disseminate it as it were as far as we can. Well, I will make sure that we not only put a link to that on the notes for the podcast, but also some of the other um, services and, and organisations that you mentioned, like primary and secondary engineer uh, and STEM amazing as well. Um, we'll make sure that people have got a link to those as well. Now, yesterday, I had the privilege of attending the launch of the new Elevating Education Initiative at HQ. But you, Yelena, have been at the heart of developing this initiative for some time, haven't you? So can you share with our listeners how it came to, into being and, and what your hope are for the future of the program. Yeah, um, it was great. It was great to see you yesterday. I think that was the first time I've seen you in person since Formula Student last yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely. So it definitely makes a difference, as it were. Um, so the the Elevating Education event basically marks the launch of education as a policy priority, and it provided us with the ideal opportunity to share details of our education program, including our new STEM ambassador induction video, digital impact assessment tool, and our revamped education pages. Um, the, science, the former science minister and current government whip, Amanda Soloway MP, provided a very personable keynote address and was then joined for a panel discussion by our CEO, Alice Bunn, and the new Education and Skills Strategy Board Chair, Helen James OBE, which I had the pleasure of moderating. Uh, the panel discussion was very current and touched on crucial elements impacting on the education and skills agenda currently and what our response is. Uh, I would urge listeners to take a look at the recording if they were unable to watch the live stream and hopefully we can share that in the notes at the end. Uh, the idea for the event came about as I wanted to do a launch of our new STEM ambassador induction video and web resources which are a central part of our education program and this tied into the launch of education as a policy priority. Uh, the launch provided the first opportunity for members to hear specifically from Alice on education yeah. and to bring together education stakeholders and introduce Helen James, who is a long-standing member um, of the institution, specifically in her new position as the new Education and Skills Strategy Board Chair, as well as to highlight my new role in the institution. There is a lot going on in education currently and real momentum which we are keen to build on and I think that the elevating education launch was sort of just the start of that. Well I have to say Elena I was sitting on the front row obviously recording the the whole event for the podcast and and indeed you know our listeners will hear some of that uh, in the show today but but there was a wonderful atmosphere I think in the room and and some real passion about continuing the drive to encourage young people into STEM and and that was such a great thing to see and hear um, and it was so nice to to have a, an MP somebody who is driving policy in government to to endorse that wasn't it it was it was just really great that Amanda attended yeah. 
Yeah. And she's done a lot of work, um, I think, on the people and culture strategy, which looks at how the EDNI agenda is key to the development of not only engineering, but science professions and more widely the whole STEM STEM arena. Um, yeah, she was she was a great contributor. And I think that the wealth of uh, knowledge and experience that we had across the table and this all-female panel, which happened yeah. just accidentally. Um, it was certainly not something that was um, intentionally planned, uh, brought it all together. Yeah. And the positivity was really, really memorable. Yeah. And and there was definitely a drive by Professor Helen James to engage the membership in the discussion about education and what do we do for not just the next generation of engineers, but the engineering generation after them as well. And, and she is really passionate, I think, about making sure that, that we have a future for the next 175 years, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. So I've worked with Helen James. She's been on the education and skill strategy board for a number of years and has done uh, a number well been on a number of committees and roles within the institution but she comes from a very strong educational background having been the vice deputy chancellor at Canterbury Christchurch College yeah and she's recently received her OBE for her contribution to education and in particular expanding it to women and people from disadvantaged backgrounds. So she brings um, a wealth wealth of knowledge and experience that I think the IMECI um, will really benefit from. And I think we will be working very closely together and with the Education and Skills Strategy Board to formulate an education and skills policy that encompasses not only education, as it were, a silo, but all of the different areas of the institution that work and, and contribute to that area and bring it together so that we can work in a holistic approach to our future direction and where we're going to focus. Yeah, indeed. Now, I'm also very keen to ask you about the iMCE's Engineering Work Experience website that has now gone live and people can start to book on it. Um, how has all that come about and, and, you know, how does it all work? Well, we're really recently opened registrations for the IMECI's first ever virtual mechanical engineering work experience in partnership with SpringPod. And this is a project I'm hugely excited about. Um, so just to give you a little bit of detail with regards to the program, the program is open to students in years 10 to 13, and it will run across um, during Easter, so specifically from the 11th to the 22nd of April. Um, the work experience features about 10 hours of e-learning material across the IMECI's policy priority areas, which I've already mentioned, but I'll do it anyway again, so that we have a current cross theme, as it were. So sustainability and climate change, future of transport and managing infectious diseases. And the program is a great opportunity for us to showcase uh, some of the positive role models we have across the institution. Um, it's going to include live webinars with Alice Bunn and industry experts. Um, how did it come about? Well, the virtual mechanical um, engineering work experience it's basically a result of the negative impact that COVID has had on work experience and placements yeah. across the country. 
So the program was a way in which we could provide an insight into industry for young people. And one bit that I found really interesting about this project was that uh, the audience is not our usual traditional STEM devotee audience. So I think this is going to broaden our reach and um, provide this opportunity to students in a really inclusive way. Um, We've had an incredible response from students and registrations are doing really well. Um, I'm also really pleased to say that there's been an overwhelmingly positive response from the membership which have really gotten behind this initiative. So I would urge any listeners who don't know about it yet to find out more by visiting our careers and education webpages and specifically promoting it to any students within the age range to take it up and have a go. I think it sounds fantastic. I wish something like that had been around when I was first wanting to become an engineer. I I remember writing to every institution I could think of (laughs) to ask for information and and the IMECI sent me a little pack of things back. Um, I think I was about sort of 15 or 16 at the time. Um, So it's great that we've now got this online opportunity for young people to see what it's like to do the job that we do, which is really exciting. And and I'm really pleased that you've been able to get this up and running. Yeah, it's it's been an interesting and a new opportunity. It's not something that specifically we were looking to do, but because of COVID, it came about and it just made so much sense. Yeah. And the the mass appeal and the way in which we could structure the program so that we really touched on our policy priority areas, made it current, made it, um, you know, relevant to young people, brought it closer to home. I think it has the potential to, to really do well. So watch this space. <laughs> well, we certainly will. And, and I'd be interested to know in 12 months time, maybe how, how it's grown and expanded. So yeah, yeah, we certainly will. And we'll make sure, again, we put the link on on the uh, the notes at the end uh, of the show so uh, people can can click on that and uh, and share it with, with other people. Now, you and I have worked together over the years, and, and I know that you are not one to sit on your laurels, Yelena. <laughs> so, so what's next on the agenda for you and the education outreach team? And, you know, what's coming up in, in, the, in the next year? Well, I think it's safe to say that this year has gotten off to an incredible start and I'm really excited about the new direction for education and skills within the institution. So I think um, the starting point would be that the Education Skills Strategy Board and I, we're working on developing the Education and Skills Strategy, which will obviously shape our direction and focus resources and effort in the next six months or so. Um, We will also continue to develop and grow the IMECI STEM Ambassador Program and our outreach efforts across our member networks. This will include strengthening some of our key partnerships and collaboration with the other PIs. I think we will definitely be looking to build on the virtual mechanical engineering work experience and see how we might be able to facilitate a better link between academia and industry in a meaningful way. And I think that there's real potential Uh, to do more in this area. And I think um, anyone that attended Elevating Education can see that Alice is really keen about this this initiative as well. I think also we will be looking to have the position the IMECI so that we start to lead the way 
in thought leadership and assess whether education is meeting the changing needs of industry. Obviously, this is a very broad spectrum and a broad area, so it encompasses lots of different things coming together. But I think we want to be seen as forward thinkers and leading the way. And for all of this, um, we will be looking for the membership to lead the change we wish to see in the world. Excellent. So I think we'll leave you on that. <laughs> leave you on that note. Well, I think what got me interested in uh, in engineering in in a certain way was was being able to share my enthusiasm for science and technology with other people. And I think it, now even more so, uh, I'm of an age where it's it's a great opportunity to be able to to say to young people, actually, this is an incredible world that we live in, and everything around you has been touched by an engineer in some way or other, whether it's the food that you eat or the phone that you use or how we monitor our environment. All of these things are being touched by engineers. And if we can't give that passion out to to young people, then I don't think anyone can. (laughs) Well, I think the key key message, if we take something away from uh, the event yesterday and more broadly, the work we've been doing is that across the institution, there's so many different opportunities, um, ways in which you can get involved, whether it's utilizing the materials from the STEM ambassador program, whether it's getting involved in a local school and passing on your experiences and being a positive role model, whether it's joining the accreditation team or um, passing on information in your business, getting uh, into local apprenticeship providers or whatever it may be. I think there is something for every engineer at every level to give back to society. And the IMECI wants to provide the resources, provide the information, um, enable you to do the best job possible so that we can showcase what an exciting and incredible and meaningful profession this really is. I think that is a perfect phrase to end this interview on, Yelena. Thank you very much for joining me today. I know you've been so busy over the last few weeks. I hope you get time to just take a breath now um, and uh, and be able to then think about what's coming next. But it's been a, a real privilege to, to interview you and well done for uh, yesterday's event that we were both attending. It was a superb opportunity to really elevate education. Thank you. Thank you, Helen. That's all for this month. In next month's show, I will be speaking to engineers from Tokamak Energy, the pioneering organisation that is leading the way in developing commercial fusion energy. We'll be discussing how the fusion reactor works and the engineering behind the technology, as well as the global imperative to create a clean energy source today and for the future. You've been listening to Impulse to Innovation, the Institution of Mechanical Engineers podcast. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to share any news or any feedback with us, then please email us podcast at imeke.org. All the information on this episode can be found in the episode notes.